Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the weekend final save point special. Yes. And a storm has come. Yes. Yeah. Hello. How are you doing <laughs> the today? The worst of all possible futures and timelines. Yes. We uh, we watched Terminator. Unfortunately, Dark we did. Fight. We did. Yeah. Yes. So, but, yeah, uh, this is me, Mark. Yeah, and Ben, how are you doing? Yeah, how are you doing? joining week? us tonight. Yeah, especially given the subject matter. Yes, we thought we'd take <laughs> heavy like a, shit, heavy. An extra little bonus episode to talk about some visual filmage that we watched. We like, literally, li- literally just watched it. This we are like, hot um, off of watching it at the one of the only cinemas we can go to around here, which is known as Your Front Room. Yeah, which yeah. was yeah, perfectly fine, acceptable, lovely and warm. Fair play though. I was quite impressed with the sound in that film. Yeah, that sound system is about ten years old. And it's... Service was a bit to be desired though. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I was sitting there all the time. You didn't even once offer me a, a machine-drafted soft drink. I gave you coffee and a cookie, bro. That's much Not better. Mach- yeah, it's much, much better. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Fucking Luke, lukewarm day-old popcorn served by a spotty teen. And it didn't and, cost me, like, yeah, eight pounds. And a four-pound oversized Coca-Cola made us <laughs> mostly water with a bit of syrup. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had premium Starbucks Christmas blend uh, coffee, mate. You're getting a limited edition this time of year. Uh, but yes, we are hot off of just watching Terminator Dark Fate, and we are a little bit late, but that, there's a reason for that. I didn't I didn't really want to watch it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, so I, I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I watched Terminator Genesis. Ge- like, Genesis. 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 Terminator Phil Collins. That's a um, dumb, dumb film. <laughs> but yeah, we thought we'd... Um, yeah, gonna, I watched you know, that years after the fact. So, so did I, yeah. actually, as well. But yeah, we thought I would go through some of the older films and what we think about them, give you a little bit of context as to what we thought about the new one. I think I, I think our opinions probably echo everyone else's pretty strongly. Most people. Yeah. But what what's interesting is it also echoes the opinion of people that aren't necessarily huge Terminator fans. You know, just regular film guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it kind of it kind of shoots both people, fans and non-fans, because it's too steeped in lore to be appealing to somebody that doesn't isn't familiar. And for people that are familiar, it's kind of insulting and a bit rubbish. Mm. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. Is that too harsh? It doesn't do fan service well as a franchise. No, it tries. Yeah. No. So yeah, should we go through chronologically then? Yeah. So, so dial it all the way back to I don't know the exact year it came out. I assume no. you probably do. No. 80... Oh, the first one. Yeah, eighty-eight maybe. Was it earlier? Than earlier, that? I think. Is it before what I was born? Before what? Was it before I was born in eighty-six? <laughs> We'll look, we'll look this up, but yeah. Um, so yeah, my opinions on Terminator, I really like the first one. I think it's got some slightly dated visuals in places. Yes. But it all makes it all the more creepier. It's really difficult not to just... Because yeah, the, the visuals are dated, but they're, they're a lot more charming and the dated visuals aren't in it a lot. Yeah. It's only, once or, it's only right and at the very end. And it also meant that you couldn't overuse Terminators or make them overpowered because you didn't have the like the ability to do that on the screen. 1984. 84, okay. Was, yeah. 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 Well, the, the thing is, a lot of... But my, the, the, I think, generally, would you agree with this, that two is thought of more fondly than one? I think most probably people. in general sort of um, yeah, yeah. opinion. Yeah, I mean... The wide, that's the widespread opinion. I don't really share that. I think they're both... It, like probably two of the better examples of their own respective genres. But I would say in a way, I think they're probably on par. Yeah, in and a lot of ways, I would say sure. in a similar way to Alien. Yeah, I think they're very different films. But the fact that it's so arguable as to which one's better is just a good thing for the franchise, mm. especially in hindsight. The with, first with one is definitely definitely has more horror film 
elements to it. It's my favourite because, yeah, I think it's a lot more appealing to see... I still, like I say to you earlier, the, the bit at the end where she's crawling through the metal foundry under the presses and that uh, stop-motion Terminator with the bright red eyes, he's, like, crawling after. Yeah. That's one of the still one of the creepiest bits of, like, yep. robot versus human imagery I've it ever really seen. It really underlines that... It- it just is not ever going to end coming yeah, for it's, you. It's, it's, it's no matter what. It's not going to give up and say, "Oh no, fuck this! I'm going to yeah. go have a beer." It's yeah. a robot. Yeah, yeah, it just, it's programmed. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think it's it's creepy and it's really well acted as well. And it kind of came out of nowhere, right? No, nobody expected it to be the the huge success that it was. Yeah, well, had he done anything before that, Cameron? Yeah, I think so, but I don't think he'd got as much attention for it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't know the full uh, history of James Cameron's career, I'm honest. No, I'm a lot more, I, I, understand, I know a lot more about what he's done since the fact. Yeah, yeah, but, um, I'm not a cinephile to that level. See, I think the first film is the best example of like a sci-fi horror film, mm. or one of the best, at, yeah. at least. But the second one is more of an example of the best possible kind of cinema Experience, right? Like a blockbuster action film. Yeah. I think. In the days before the Great Cinema Massacre. The Great Cinema. But I actually watched the first one, I can't remember, a matter of months ago. So it was okay. relatively recent. I. No, I haven't seen any of them in a while. Oh, I the, the the first and one. And it, it will definitely be telling here as we go through them because I honestly can't remember anything of some of them. <laughs> yeah, that does say it all, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think we're both in agreement. Terminator 1, brilliant film. Yeah. Like a great kind of little sci-fi horror piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great soundtrack. Mm. That's that. Yes. When you watch the the there's this eerie droning music. It's not even music. It's more sound effects. Soundscapes. Like yeah. can you can yeah. you call to memory the bit where you, uh, they're in the car park hiding from him in a car, and he's in the police car with the flashlight, like driving up and down the car park looking for them. Remember that bit? Mm. Like that bit, the weird droning music in the background that persists throughout the whole film. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's just... It's like you said about the soundtrack in this one was just... It was the worst generic. kind of bad. Because but we'll, we'll get to that. We will we'll get, get to that. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've so, got lots to say about this new one. Right, more so, than I thought I would have. But yeah, yeah two. Let's two. move on to number Let's two. Let's move on to Judgment Day. Yeah, which was pretty boundary pushing when it came out. Yeah, I like it. It's got a lot of early '90s elements. But I think some of a lot of the CGI kind of holds up because it looks like what a liquid metal would look like. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you know it, what I mean? Again, they didn't, they couldn't, still couldn't go overboard with CGI back then. No, it's like. But because of what you're trying to represent, it was, like a, a fluid metal. Well, that was '92, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds about and right. And that is before Jurassic Park, so that yes. was '94, I believe. Possibly, yeah. I don't know that off by heart. Or '93, I probably it, should. Yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm not saying any of these are facts. This is just what I think, mm. <laughs> like, you know. So, but I, th- the the second film is the one that has been the most replicated, I'd say, or that people try and copy the most. Mm. And it's definitely one that gets referenced more in pop culture in general. I think when I don't get- really know why. I find it far more interesting the fact that the underdog humans got to defend against an overpowered machine. If you just keep introducing overpowered antagonists, you then have to up the the hero character, and it just gets out of hand and a bit silly. I feel though the, it had a kind of it had a more of an emotional arc that uh, uh, like more widespread audiences yeah. could grip onto, and that stuff is done really so well. You do have the kind of uh, like love story between her and Carl Reese in the first one, but yeah. with this you've got a kid and people love kids, mm. and obviously he has his little arc with the Terminator and Sarah Connor obviously has her arc getting over the trauma of the first film. Controversial opinion as well, I much prefer the theatrical version to the special edition. I don't know what the difference is. There are some really jarring cuts in the special edition. Things like, um, you remember when they're in the desert 
when they meet uh, Sarah's contacts in the desert, the bit where Arnie picks the baby up and stares at him. Yeah. Like, that whole bit has got this atmosphere of dread, like really sad dread, especially when um, they're talking about fate and all that sort of stuff. And there's that slow motion bit where Arnie's just scanning everybody when they're talking about how futile everything is. But when in the special edition, there is a, a comedy lead up to that bit and it smash cuts into something incredibly bleak. Okay. There's, a bit, there's a lot of that, like back and forth. There's also Michael Bean is in the special edition. Really? Yeah, in like a flashback when she's in the mental prison, okay. mental asylum. Yeah, and it doesn't fit, I don't think. Maybe it's because I never saw it first. I know, I honestly, I don't think I have seen that version. Yeah. Because I don't remember Bean being in it at all. Look. It's interesting because it's more of a good film. It just, I think it plays with the tone a bit too much. Yeah, but I think that's, that's what allowed it to be a big cinema blockbuster. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, and I think yeah. the theatrical cut does that perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, it's one of the few films where I remember seeing the special edition without realising it. And But hang on a minute, I've never seen this bit before. I've seen this film lots. What's this bit? That was the, it's like the opposite of what happened when we saw Alien 2 at the cinema when I realised I've probably only seen the director's cut. Same. So, Same. Hang on a bit, there's bits missing from this film. But I bet there's probably fans doing what I'm doing now saying, no, no, the theatrical cut of Aliens is better because it's more streamlined. Mm. I grew up watching the director's cut. Or oh, yeah, the special yeah. edition with the extra footage in it. Yeah, I don't uh, disagree with uh, don't disagree with them in that sense, but it's just, yeah, what you know, right? It cuts... The special edition of Aliens, or sorry, the theatrical cuts that whole bit out where they, her parents, Newt's parents, find the ship. Mm. That whole bit's cut out. Yeah. That's important, man. I think so. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't. Like, it creeped me out when I saw it as a kid, when uh, Dad got back with a thing on his face. If It's it's a good introduction, but, uh, yeah, without it, I... No, yeah, you're right, actually. I think without it, it kind of relies on knowledge of the first Alien yeah. film to know kind of what's going on. There's a lot more of that cutting back to the guy from Red Dwarf as well. When he's like um, talking about the outpost and there's talking to the people there that are working. Oh, the American. Yeah. 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 yeah, The captain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But um, everything. So back to Terminator. Everything after the second film, as I understand it, is now made not canon because of this new film that we've got. Well, when when we get to Genesis, I'll. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll talk about the films that are. Yeah. That have, have been quote unquote chucked out of canon in a second. But yeah, so from that point, apparently, chronologically, this is that's how this film takes place. Right, yeah. So let's... So, yeah, Terminator 2... But we'll talk about um, 3, Terminator 3. So, yeah, so Terminator 2, I guess, what, consensus, good good film. Uh, Pretty great film. Good film, but makes a few concessions for widespread... Yeah, but I'm, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it, it still it still retains like a 15 age certificate. It still feels like a crit. The yeah. antagonist is terrifying. Yeah, that's yeah. the most important thing you need to achieve for that film. So yeah, good. Right, so here we go then. Three. Okay, now we get to the the, the dark. Now years, we start getting into years. the dredges. Yeah. How apart does from, apart from my one soft spot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How does three compare? Now that you've seen the other not so good entries. Right, I honestly can't remember shit all about three. <laughs> I literally sorry excuse my French but I just I I know I remember John Connor being a bit older yep a bird that mm-hmm. he was seeing yep Catherine Brewster okay yep played by um, Claire Danes who was in who was Juliet in Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio yeah some super supermodel Terminator was it the TX model it was yep yeah yeah who could she was she could basically do everything that the guy before could do but not quite as well yeah. and it had the scene that would probably never make it through these days where she like inflated her tits she does to, like... she does because <laughs> yeah. apparently that's going to get you to your target better <laughs> yeah. because the thing is right she looks at this billboard and then she inflates her breasts and then the first guy she comes up with pretty sure she kills him anyway <laughs> so what was the point of that 
<laughs> but um, I actually really don't like three. Should have had a scene in this one, like referencing it with uh, the new term, like, like making his package bigger for some reason. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I don't remember much about Turbo Three. I remember it end, does it end with a big action scene on a military base where it ends on a little bit of an action scene. The very end is probably the only good thing about the film. Where loads of like they're not Terminators, they're like prototypes of like Terminators all going mental on a military base. Is that yeah, right? some weird. Yeah. That and there's a happen. there's a cut scene where Arnie is like the guy that was a developer of all of Skynet. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why all Terminators look like him. Yeah. Uh, but then he had a different voice, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. then there was another guy who they played to... with his voice, and he was like, "We can fix it." Yeah. Yeah. They had him yeah. dubbed over like an American general. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I really don't like three. I think it's a bad film. Yeah. Because it's basically the same as Terminator Two, only worse in every conceivable way. Almost, almost really skillfully done. Like, because it's softer, it's a 12A. They're far too heavy on the comedy. Far, do you remember the bit where he gets his clothes in the in in the third film as as compared to the second one? The second one, he beats up a load of bikers and throws people. Again, on the I, I don't remember any of the. The third one, he goes to like a. There's like a, a. I don't know if it's a gay bar, but there is definitely a gay man dancing on stage. Do you remember? Like he's doing a strip show, and he's like, "Talk to the hand," and he grabs his hand and talks into it. He's like, "Give me your clothes." And your motorcycle or something like that. It's, it's like a joke. And then he puts on his starry glasses. Do you remember? Oh, you don't vague, remember this? Vague, Why do I remember this? Vaguely. <laughs> it mirrors the bit in two where he puts the sunglasses on, but they're like stars and silver and glittery. Uh, he puts yeah. them on. And it, oh. I don't like it because it tries nothing I new. I feel like I must have wiped this from my memory. Good. Yeah. Because it's really bad yeah yeah just so copy what copy what was good but do it not as good so yeah terminate very bad and unmemorable i guess is yeah the, do you even remember who played john connor no yeah it was the guy that was the yellow bloke in sin city that's the only other thing i can remember him <laughs> yeah from. he ran away didn't he i remember reading the story of the actor he went missing for like some weeks he just ran away somewhere really yeah okay all right so then we come on to <laughs> salvation we do well, I have a bit of a soft spot for it because it did something different. I like the whole kind of vision of the future wasteland. Yeah, I do as well. The bit where, he's, the bit where they're getting chased by those massive Terminators that are like detaching bikes off of their legs. That's mm. awesome. That's yeah, crazy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the visual design was good. Yeah. The it's... stupidest Arnie cameo ever, though, with the CGI. Oh, that was before we... I mean, we can't even really do that now, to be <laughs> fair. Back then, it looked really bad. <laughs> but um, I don't mind the story, I guess. Yeah. Like, the whole introducing the human hybrid human yeah. hybrid Terminators is fine I I love Christian Bale he's not good in that film no no. he's not well cast as John Connor yeah I, I'm not I, yeah he wasn't no. I don't really know why and uh, Kyle Reese is the late um, I can't remember his name the guy that died the Russian guy who played, oh, was in the um, new Chekhov, uh, yeah. Anton Yelchin Anton, yeah, yeah he played it he wasn't a great Kyle Reese I feel like there are a lot of these characters were put in there for like fan service. Yeah, you could have done that entire film without John Connor being anywhere yeah. near it. Just being yeah, an yeah. entire different section of the resistance yeah. fighting robots elsewhere. That would have been pretty good, yeah. I think. You didn't need that character. But like you say, it did have some interesting visual design. And it still stands to date as the only Terminator film to really, really distance itself from the norm. Yeah. And try something Yeah, they, no, they don't not going back in time and doing the whole protecting thing again. Yeah. It's just like, okay, well, now we're just going to tell a story in the future. I still don't think, even though the visual design in that film is good, I still don't think they've beat the flashback in Terminator 2. No. Or no. Terminator 1, for that matter, because mm. that is bleak. That's horrible. I don't want yeah. to be in that. I don't want to be there. <laughs> just some decrepit old building with some dogs. <laughs> I mean, dogs are cool, but... Weren't they like a sewer tunnel in the second one? 
The second one, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I always just remember the bit in the first one. Do you remember the flashback where one of them gets in? Yeah, yeah. Like the dogs are checking people as they come in and Car Reese is there with his like, like it's all raggedy looking. And So Terminator Salvation we think is okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it, especially compared to some of the other offerings. Here's, here's uh, one where I don't think either of us have seen it. The Sarah Connor Chronicles. No, I haven't seen that. No, I've never watched the Sarah Connor Chronicles. No. I know it as its fans. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. I can't just... really talk about it because I have seen yeah. or like really I know Lena Headey is in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Like... But the, the, a lot of the things... Oh, be... and um, wasn't uh, Summer Glau as well? Yeah. The girl the, from Firefly. Yeah, yeah, she was in it. And I know a lot of people... It's probably praised because compared to everything else that came around that time, yeah. it was better. Well, back then it's been... It, I guess having like a whole season to tell your story rather than having to yeah. frame it all into a film might have been a... Yeah, and two handy. left it pretty open as to where you could go with it. Yeah, yeah. But up after that, I don't I don't no. know narratively where it goes, if there's any fun sort of callbacks or changing of the timeline that it does, the TV series. Yeah, sure. yeah so. I can't say that I'll ever go back and watch it, if I'm honest. No, maybe if it pops up on a streaming platform, I'm not yeah, going to go out my way. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, fed to my eyes about me having to think about it. <laughs> I mean, if we're doing all the extra stuff, we've got to talk about, um, I can't remember the official name of it. Oh, not like, the 3D, right? Yeah, the, the, is, the 3D yeah. one. That yeah, yeah. is directed by James Cameron... And stars all of the old people. I've, come back I've never been there, to be honest. So. Have you watched it? No. It's on YouTube. Yeah, okay. And it's only about 20 minutes. Yeah. And apart from the last five minutes that are... I mean, if you're talking about a film, it's a ride. The last five minutes is the bit that's the ride. Okay. But uh, the rest of it's okay. It's cool seeing everyone back again. Yeah, okay. I'll and they kind it. of... They go to the future. Like, he goes to the future with John Connor to try and take down... It's a bit, it's a bit silly, but it's a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't take it like seriously. The, I went on the Star Wars tours one. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I might have done that a long time ago. Yeah. But uh, so then we move on to... It's G- G- Genesis next, yeah? Genesis. Gen- Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Genesis. <laughs> I automatically don't like it because it has Jai Courtney in it and he is really bad. I, it was a pretty poor film. The yep. only thing I like is the that he kind of gives the concept that the Terminator universe is just trapped in a permanent state of temporal war mm-hmm. with both sides going back and forth and changing the timeline all the time. That so, could be the good, a decent building block to make a good film. Yeah. It's a shame that they didn't they do didn't that. They didn't make a good film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not not only Jai Courtney, uh, Amelia Clarke was a bad Sarah Connor. Yeah, it was Probably bad, the bad worst film. cast. That was a terrible film all round. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger was not good. Yeah, he had a real I don't care attitude on that one. He had that weird white mane of hair. Oh, yeah. You remember? Like slightly longer white hair and she called him Pops and he made jokes. Do you remember? Yeah. They definitely did that better in this one. He did. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, that was was an awful film with a a, a decent concept behind it. Well, what I hate about it is that it goes back and undoes the good ones. I can live with that because that's the whole kind of point of that Temporal War I could live with it if it was good. All of those things we saw happened in one timeline. I, could, I would be a lot better about it if it was actually quite, you know, well done. As it yeah. stands, they just go back to the ones that did it well and, and sort of undid, undid yeah. it and made it silly <laughs> and took it out of context. And ugh. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that film. I can't even remember really how it... Because I remember it got to a point where you find out that there everyone's jumping around in time and it get, all gets really confusing. And then J.K. Simmons is in it for a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That. And he's angry, a time-travelling robot, blah, 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 blah. Probably the best bit in the film. J.K. Simmons is always angry. He is always. He's always probably the best bit about whatever he's in as well. <laughs> when is he not? Like, someone tell me, what film is J.K. Simmons not angry in? Yeah. And not asking for pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> or both at the same time. Yeah. 
<laughs> but thank, thankfully, that didn't get expanded on. Yeah, neither will this film be now. We've apparently heard recently, right? Good. Yeah. So Good. yeah, so I guess that brings us to present day. That like, brings literally us, brings us to the yep. last couple of hours and yep. Dark we Fate. Watched it. We watched Terminator: Dark Fate. Dung 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 dung. Yep. Mm. Adequately named, I would say. That was a pretty dark fate for the franchise. Oh. oh was... How many people have used that as a headline? I don't know. Like, even if the, you like it. I don't like, well, I've got to say I don't like I it. I think I just assumed it was going to be bad and didn't read any reviews. It's like you say, I had no real interest in the film until I thought, oh, we can rip some shit out of this on the internet. There were some <laughs> things before we see trailers and before we saw promotional pictures that made me a little bit excited. What was that? Linda Hamilton's back. Arnold Schwarzenegger's back. Tim so, Miller's directing. It's taking place straight after, or chronologically after the second film with none of, like, three and all of that not, not thought about. All of that sounds good on paper. But you know, then then the, the images then started. Then five different out and, production companies turn up, <laughs> and then <laughs> and put them you know, in one Tim of Miller starts saying strange things about people that are reacting negatively to the trailers and. Oh yeah, mm, yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah. That's when you started to get worried, and I'd seen enough that I decided I'm just not not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like I'll enjoy it, and I love the Terminator. It's for me, but it was just a stream of events. Yeah, with. No real logical rhyme or reason behind them. No. And a real, like, odd understanding of reality and how things would react to, the, like, what was going on. There were a lot of bits. I mean... I was like, there's a bit at the start where they came out of the um, car manufacturing plant and there was meant to have been... There's a robot attack going on. The Terminator's killing everyone and smashing the place up. Mm-hmm. And yet they go out the front door and a bunch of construction workers are just there carrying on with their normal daily job. She's just unloaded like 12 shots out of an M- N1014 fully automatic shotgun, by the way. Yeah, no one heard that. No. Yeah. That's, those are loud, by yeah. the way. And then they, they, <laughs> go, they go and they steal a truck in the middle of this construction yard or a loading dock or whatever. No one says a thing to them. They all just carry on with their job. It's like, what, didn't loads of people just come running, screaming out of that building because a robot was killing people? Yep. There's been some gunshots. There's been some destruction. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. But should um, we talk about the very beginning, in people's opinions, the, the John Connor bit? Oh, the John Connor scene. What was your opinion of that? Meh. Yeah. Meh? Yeah. yeah. I didn't. It didn't annoy you at all. Uh, I don't really care. It annoyed me a little bit, if I'm yeah. honest. More just because I just... I mean, we've just talked about how the the second film focused on those two characters. We're going to spoil it. Whatever. What, the second film? No, the new one. Oh, there's play. no point in doing this if we're not going to... We're going to spoil it to death. Yeah. But yeah, so the second film and how good it was... Well, we're not going to spoil it as bad as Tim Miller did. No. Whoa! <laughs> that was good. <laughs> But um, yeah, one of the most enjoyable films in the franchise. You're you're there next to John Connor, watching him go through hell and back to escape this Terminator, and he succeeds. And then within the first two minutes of this film, it doesn't matter all of that because you can just turn up on a beach and gun him down. Apparently, yeah. But I've just watched them. I've watched them through so much to get away from it. And the way it's filmed is like it's almost it could be next. It could be a week after the second film ended. Yeah, yeah. He didn't look much older. No, yes, good CG though. That was good. They both looked good, I think. Young John Connor, Edward Furlong, who actually came to set. Really? Yep. Okay. To do his face capture, and she looked convincing, I thought, as well. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think that was too He bad. didn't. Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't. Was he, he even in the age? Well, the thing is, later on, they show a picture of him on the side, and it looks like him in, like, Kindergarten Cop or something. Yeah, yeah. But then at the beginning, when he's on the beach, it looks really weird and CGI. I think maybe he's just got a face that's difficult to CGI. 
<laughs> too chiselled. Yeah, exactly. Because the other two look quite impressive. But yeah, that's what annoyed me about it. It kind of just undoes a lot of what made the other. Films Maybe good. that Terminator had already been in the past long enough that he'd started to like age and grow a beard and shit. In a better film, that opening would have been ballsy. Yeah. If it, if you want to start your film with we're going to kill off your favorite characters. Yeah. If that was a, if that was a statement of intent followed up by an absolute masterpiece. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Then, or yeah. at least something earnest. Yeah. Then I would have given it props for it. But as it stands, all it did was shit all over my favorite film, one of them, and then proceeded to do not a lot of anything at all for about two hours. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. It's hard because I want to try and judge it without being a fan of the franchise. I mean, I wasn't that fussed about it. I'm not particularly attached to John Connor as a character. No, and I still we like still say, have he's, the he's a character that's, he was he was okay in that film, but he was also a little a little bit of a git. Yep, a little git. But I would and rather was, a git with character. Then he was some guy that I barely remember. Yes, in Terminator Three. Then he was like, say, uh, Christian Bale phoned it in in Salvation. He really did. Yeah, he doesn't do that a lot. Yeah, Christian Bale it's not a character I'm really attached to I feel so. like as a production team you would have to try quite hard to get Christian Bale to phone it in wasn't that, wasn't that where the infamous Christian Bale loses yeah. it at someone Rand yeah, comes yeah. from and you kind of wonder well yeah he's like he probably should have lost it like that but how shit were they yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny the fact that during the rant he bounces between Cockney London and his American John Connor yeah, yeah, yeah. can't quite decide where to leave it but, um... well that's the thing it's probably someone's like being so like shit on set it's causing him to break character <laughs> yeah and if you're walking in front of lights I mean there's probably about 20-30 people all just doing their thing and then that ruins it for everyone yeah 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 I don't know we weren't there he did sound very angry. He and did. I probably wouldn't like it if he was shouting at me like that. Yeah. But I mean that was he was channeling the anger of John Connor. He was in character. Like that was the anger that John Connor feels about the robots channeled at that guy. <laughs> but, um, Where ironically, if films were entirely crewed by robots, it probably would have gone smoother. <laughs> yeah. Um then so, what, we cut to Well we have Linda Hamilton again. She pops up quite near the beginning, just after the aforementioned uh Factory scene. Well, yeah, so you have the old bit with learning, what's her name, Danny? Danny. Danny, yeah. Best character ever. Oh, she was so bland. Yeah. So, yeah, we get a little bit about her home situation at home. Oh, look, her, her dad and her brother can't do anything by themselves. Mm-hmm. They need her to play mummy. Oh, I can relate to her now. She has a family. Yeah. Like who, everyone. Who are, who are, yeah, killed off. Before we have any real chance to get connected, or is it? I some I feel feel a bit bad harping on her so much, but she's such a sort of wet flannel of a character. Oh yeah, absolutely nothing there. There's no there's there's no energy. You said yourself a minute ago, John Connor was a git. He was. Yeah, that's yeah, but something. at least that was something. That's yeah. a that's and a it's something relatable that you could trait. understand about his character as well because he was a kid that obviously his mum had gone. He thought his mum had gone absolutely potty and been put in the nut house because she was raving about robots. Yep. And then obviously bounced around different foster families in the system. You can understand why he was the way he was. But he still found the time to to like try and teach the Terminator how to say things or banter with it a little bit. And just these little bits add to character. Yeah, he was a rogue character. Yeah. If you're going to give him a character archetype, he's the rogue. But the worst thing about this Danny character is she's nothing. She's not. Yeah. I can't. No, I, I don't understand why you would focus your film about someone so bland. sort of poorly written. Yeah. I'd. I feel like it's just because they try and sell. They've got to try and sell it in so many markets. That Probably you can't have anyone that's too culturally specific to any one country. But you I kind mean, of had to understand like the kind of healthcare system and childcare system in the US to understand it. Now it's. I mean, very much Tencent were one of the production companies at the start. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. But clear. there's no excuse for poorly written characters. 
No, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't stop people. No, no, <laughs> it's never had before. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's plenty more. There's plenty more of this of her character. Does she have an arc? Not really. She no. goes from being goes from just being whiny about everything for ages to suddenly you get the future cut of her meeting Grace where she tries to give a speech and has no gravitas as an actor whatsoever. No, and they haven't done anything makeup-wise to make her look any older. Yeah. It's... She looks like the same sort of, I don't know even how old she's supposed it's to like be. She's like, about four foot tall in comparison to everyone else. That's like 19, 18, could <laughs> even be like 17. And she looks the same age in the in the flashback to the future. That sounds weird. <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> Toppy write that name. Yeah, and she gives this really. Uh, I mean, yeah, she get. There's a flashback later on. She get. You see her in all of her leader glory, and she gives a big speech. As to, about, like the new John Connor. Like, yeah. yeah, and she gives this big speech to one guy. <laughs> two guys, wasn't it? Was it two oh, guys? No, it was a guy and the well, one of them was like Robin knocked out. Grace, yeah, but yeah, she gives yeah. this big speech to like I don't know the most three people. Why? And she doesn't even do that well. No. It's just yeah, it just came off with no power behind it. Like, why, why am I following you? What have you done that's so amazing? It's, Usually it's, you give that kind of speech when you've kind of you turn up and you, you know, you save the day or something. It's difficult to show a character that's put on such a high pedestal. That's probably why the first two films didn't really show him in the future at all. Yeah, yeah. Like at all. The most you get to see him is the bit in the second film where the camera pans up and he's standing with his scarred face with the binoculars. That's as much as you get, because it's more affecting if you don't go into detail. Now yeah, I've yeah. seen her, and I've seen her talk, and I've seen how she is in the future. It's the same as you are in the past, just bland and annoying. Yeah, I, I do not care for a one iota. She was awful. And she's what yeah. you're supposed to care about. Yeah. She's the, the your caring point, mm. your relating point in the film. Yeah, so no. where will we get to? It's... Um, oh, so yeah, we, the first big action sequence where they end up on the highway and they first meet uh, uh, yeah, an aged Linda Hamilton. Yeah, she it's weird, again. Though. What? Yeah, she doesn't look. No, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like the triumphant return of Sarah Connor. No, put she it that way. Ugh, no, it's horrible to say. I don't want to be sexist, but older female actors don't carry the age as well as like men do but do something not not all men do either there's some actors that look fucking horrible now but don't yeah. don't um make her out to be some kind of action heroine yeah because she's not right i mean need, make her be, must. make her be the brains beyond your operation sending out other people to fight terminators or yeah, something or like more a, a like modern a... day resistance before judgment day happens or something like that or some sort of mental and also role. we never learn what all these other terminators are yeah being sent no back that, for. that's really annoying me as well that when we watched it because apparently she's been spending her time in the it must be like what 20 years since john connor died Hunting down Terminators. But John Connor's already dead. So. He's dead. We don't find out why they're being sent back, if they're being sent back by Skynet. Why? I kind of thought for a moment they were going to go, because the way that um, was it Grace, the cyber woman, was, it? Mm. Uh, was looking at her at the time, I thought it was going to be a twist where it's like, oh, that was actually agents that they'd sent back to protect this other girl that she'd been killing. And there was going to be this big twist about how like, Skynet or Legion or whatever it was had actually been tricking Sarah Connor and using her to... Mm. Like, yeah, but obviously, no, they didn't go with that. But yeah, we don't. I mean, is it Legion or Skynet sending them back? Who are they attacking? How did Sarah Connor kill them? Because I've seen to remember, it's pretty difficult to kill them. Yeah, you've got I to mean, go suppose... like to some pretty extreme measures to kill. The first film they had to crush it in an industrial press, and the second film they had to drop it into some lava at a foundry or well, molten metal. <laughs> <not lava. laughs> 
<laughs> lava foundry. Lava foundry. Everyone knows rocks coming up, going, <laughs> not bad, Gump, not bad. <laughs> but how is she killing them? You can't just shoot them. It doesn't yeah. work. We've seen that. Yeah, we've never seen a Terminator be taken down by anything less than another Terminator, except for probably in Salvation, right? But this is just all you know, brushed aside. Oh, yeah, she's been hunting Terminators. Don't even worry yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, they have no real reason to be there. No. Yeah. Unless, or at least if they do, we haven't been enlightened well, about unless, it. Well, unless, like I say, unless it is, they're still running with the idea of like the temporal war and the change of the timeline and he's been giving her information in order to maintain this timeline because he likes it or something. That would be all well and good if they didn't make a big thing about this forgetting every other Terminator film. Yeah, yeah. Or explaining it afresh, that idea, as to why she's doing that. Yeah. Neither. It just, it's just, it, she just does. She hunts them down, I guess, somehow, with her small arms. Which apparently... Not, not, I don't mean like small T-Rex arms. I mean like small weapons. <laughs> Which apparently didn't make a blind bit of difference anyway because obviously... There's now Legion, which yep. is the new future timeline where Grace comes from. Yep. How 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 does that work out in relation to Skynet? How did that get created? Where Terminators are apparently now like Venom or Spawn. Yep. That was weird. Don't worry about it. Don't want to explain it. Why, why do Terminators need tentacles? Weapons. You just want weapons. Why don't you just make a Terminator that can fire out tiny shards of metal and then yeah. call it back to itself? Wouldn't that just be the... what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, again, I'd say that's the biggest problem with the whatever the RV model was it she called it Rev Nine. Rev Nine. Yeah. yeah, the problem with him is that they've just made a completely overpowered creation for the Terminator universe, but then haven't used it logically within the film where abilities, abilities it seems to have earlier on, it doesn't use later where they would be efficient. Mm. It. Plus, this is what I think is not. This is not how you expand and build on your Terminator franchise by bringing in an ever more powerful antagonistic power robot creep, because yeah, then you yeah. then you've like you say you've got a power creep your hero character as well and then you end up which means yeah you can't keep bringing arnie back because you're know getting that further he's... and further away from your root where where it was built from mm. which is the underdog against something unstoppable which is such an enticing idea and premise that they've never really achieved again even yeah. the second film which like we said is really really good it misses out on that idea yeah yeah but you shouldn't double down on that you should you know, either go go back and make a horror film. I'm not sure if that's what he was trying to do sometimes, and maybe after the fact they changed you it. You know what would be amazing? If you could do, like, a horror film about someone being stalked by some kind of a serious stranger, and then, like, right at the end, like, there's a final action scene, he pulls off the face and you realise it's a Terminator. It's been, like, <laughs> part of the Terminator franchise all along. This is just someone else. Have you ever seen a film called It Follows? No. It's a horror film about uh, just a spirit that will always always follow you and chase you down. It can look like anyone and it will always just follow you and chase you down. It takes a form of just a sort of uh, this person comes towards you could look like anyone. Okay. It's really well done and quite terrifying. Okay. But it's that idea of just like never, no matter where you go and where you hide, you'll always be chased. Hmm. That's scary and yeah. enticing as a prospect for a film. But So yeah, so obviously we had the old Linda Hamilton yeah. turns up and says a classic line. That was horrible. Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah. That was the worst kind of... that. I mean, she might as well have turned at the camera, pulled her glasses down and winked. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, Terrible. And then what? Then they sneak into America. Oh, then, oh, yeah, funnily the enough, then not a lot of anything happens Yeah, there's ages. a whole bit in the motel for ages, isn't there? Yeah, there's yeah. a bit in the motel, there's some flashbacks. Yeah, with well, just a sudden 15-minute like, exposition flashback chucked in. Multiple, I'm yeah. pretty sure. But uh, th this is when we find out that Grace... Our uh, human Terminator hybrid or augmented human that's been sent back apparently has been designed with oh you can you can do stuff for like five minutes and then you get really worn out and need to be injected yeah oh it's an odd yeah why did you choose to drive the truck 
What? What? You're, you've got what your ward that you're protecting of, sat next to you. What kind of missions are these people designed for in the future war against the machines? Are they like suicide agents? They've they, Again, this is something they haven't really gone into. Is she one of a kind? Is this a common thing now in the well, future war? She said war? something like when she gets killed or she's dying, she says, like, I'll give consent or something, doesn't she, to the future scientists? Yes. Yeah. I want to, and then she says something. I can't remember. I can't remember exactly what she said. But yeah, so I assume that it's it's a program that they've got, but you only, they only do it after you've been mortally. Why would anybody injured. say no? Uh, yeah, I mean, in that future anyway, I guess maybe there's some kind of taboo around like robot. I mean, parts I'm lying on the floor. Well, I'm, I'm world building Terminator for the writers. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I mean, because I'm lying on the floor. Yeah. I've got like six. I'm, I'm literally on deck. I, I look like Murphy in that bit in Robocop. I'm covered in bullet holes. And someone comes up to me and goes, do you give consent to be, you know, augmented and saved? No. No. Yeah, but like you say, if it's, is it is it something like Deus Ex where like augmented people are looked down upon and oppressed and kind of reject? There's no society to look down on you, right? Isn't this like end of the world resistance type stuff? Yeah, that is true. But, <laughs> fuck you guys, I'm going to go side with the robots. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Greetings, brother apes. I stand with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. We'll see if anyone knows that one. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, yeah. So uh, the next, the next bit I've got, the next bit I've got right, because every every note I've made is at least two lines long. The next bit, uh, just look at the top of that. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just written the words fly cutting because that happens. That's the thing that happens. She just decides to because oh, the, yeah, they they chop- meet her uncle. Because that's the thing. I haven't got anything written because during. The interim of, of these mo not a lot happens. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. boring and quiet. Yeah, well, they're in the motel, then they sit on a train. Yeah, then they go on the train for a bit, and then they find her uncle for a bit, and then they go, and that's when you start the film at least starts picking up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no, that's whole... got to be a good half an hour chunk of not really a lot of anything. Yeah, the whole chopping the flying half bit. As oh, well. yeah. As in that, her uncle's that unsure of her story about a killer robot hunting her down. Not sure why he would be. Sarcastic face. But yeah, she just, I guess, wants to prove to him that, that she's a robot. That doesn't by... prove you're a robot. You could also be a samurai. Well, you, could or just, a... you could be lucky. Could be like super powered. I, uh, if you were there in real time and you saw her do that, I don't think you'd even register what she did. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, what did you do? Like, oh, I cut that flying off. Oh, it's a bit fast, I don't see. <laughs> Why'd you do that? Yeah. Why'd you do that? <laughs> do, do you remember in like Terminator 2 when he peeled the skin off of his arm to show that he was a robot? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, something yeah. like. Oh, I guess she can't because she's still human, but you can at least peel yeah, back a bit of skin she... and go, look at my augmented mesh. Yeah, or just do the shit she did with Sarah Connor's phone. Yeah. Yeah, where or she something. just hacked it. Just go, oh, is that your iPad? Oh, look at me hacking your iPad. I don't, found your porn. Just don't cut a fly enough. That was yeah. so stupid. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm unsure. She cut a fly enough and he is convinced. He's like, oh, I better trust you guys. Yeah. Then. then there's the whole sitting on top of the train bit, which I was confused because I thought that's how they were going to get across the American border for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was just how they get got to, the un- to his house. Oh, no, yeah, it's go. the other way around. Then they go across the border and get captured straight away, right? But, but, I mean, again, they don't cover it, but it looked like the uncle just basically said, right, walk in a single file line across the desert. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, I thought you were going to help us get across the border. Yeah, just walk. No one will find you. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, just immediately. Yeah. Because, again, apparently this new Terminator can just plug into wires or touch wires and see stuff. I thought he was going to send himself through the internet first. Well, I wasn't up for that. That's even yeah. not that much far-fetched compared to what he did. Use a port. That's yeah, what they're for. Yeah, that would yeah, be what? quicker, right? For I, data transfer. Why are you touching external wires? 
Yeah, hard to don't really understand that. I mean, that's a that's a little bit minuscule, but they they would just want you to have a visual effect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, can all Terminators do that? Could the Terminator from Number Two do that with his liquid? <sighs> well, I mean, the internet wasn't really well known by the public back then, right? So. Well, yeah, but he was like in the. I this guess... is like my whole question about the Matrix: is the, why why in the later Matrix films after WAP was a thing could they not exit the Matrix through their mobile phones? We should rewatch that because there is a four coming. Yeah, I'm up for watching through yeah. that trilogy again. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't think seen that it in would a while. Be an interesting no. thing to do. Maybe at Christmas, got some time off. <clears throat> it feels like a lot of this film has been cut out because there's a lot of I know you noticed it as well, like abrupt cuts, mm, and sometimes in the middle of a scene. Like there's the there's the flash again, a flash back to the future where you see her get injured, and you 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 literally have a scene of her firing in slow motion, fade to black, open up again, and she's on the floor dying. And she's, yeah, yeah. That I was, didn't. I, what happened? I think they spent too much money on the CG for the dropship, and then couldn't. It didn't look that good. <laughs> no. Spoiler: It didn't look that good anyway. <laughs> That's another thing that the effects really. I mean, I guess technically they're proficient, but God, it's just noise, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was. Some awful. of the practical stuff with the cars wasn't awful. I think some of the kinetic hand-to-hand stuff is quite enjoyable. But yeah, everything after the, after they take Nick that plane. Yeah. In the end, a bit in the. Um, like immigration centre wasn't too bad. No, anything smaller mm. isn't too bad. But, but when you start yeah. getting with vehicles and the CGI, the it play just... crashing planes into other planes. Oh, that and, whole bit yeah. felt like it went on forever. My brain shut off. Yes, yeah. about five minutes yeah. into that, I was just like seeing pit colours and noise. But I mean, Arnold any... Schwarzenegger flew past in zero g. It was quite a funny. Stuff doesn't just get better because it's louder. Yeah, Michael Bay is not right on this. <laughs> <laughs> Even though his tickets sell a lot more money than this film did, yeah, maybe that would have done it. If Michael Bay directed this film, it would have made all the money. Yeah, I just said, oh, the whole immigration centre bit was kind of. I don't understand with Sarah Connor. So that guy came to collect her. Yep. Like, but then later the military's on her side. This is another thing that there's there's a lot of things, isn't there, that's just not explained or covered, and it comes out of nowhere. Apparently, she's got all of these high level military contacts. Yeah. Like a major that brings a, a military-grade EMP. I fear that that's really... Like, I feel like that, that whole scene in the immigration centre was stuck in there because of all the stuff with ICE in America like, over the last few years. And Maybe. Obviously, you know, people in Hollywood don't like that kind of thing. Could so. be. Or yeah. that might have been the great a smaller part of a greater scene that got cut out and chopped yeah, aside yeah, or something. Because, yeah. like we said, I think it felt like a lot of that film was like this, like that. Yeah, so then they, I'm trying to remember, then they escape there, just that, what I think, the helicopter? Yeah, there was a helicopter. Yeah. And... and then he just asked those other guys, oh, can I, can I have a helicopter? Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I'm not a murderous robot for the future, I promise. I, promise. I understand that they're trying to reference the bit from the second film where he goes, hey, that's a nice bike. Or something like that, you know? Yeah. But, it, you know, he's, do you guys know where I can get a helicopter? <laughs> what? You, who work in the immigration officer. <laughs> what do you need that why, for? And why yeah. would I know? I'm a police officer. <laughs> you had one here a minute ago to those birds, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be trusted with your own helicopters, mate. You're not having one of theirs. <laughs> but um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is in it. And to be fair, again, I'm biased because I, I love the guy. But he, he was, you say, the film definitely jumped up a few points for me after yeah, he turned up. for sure. <laughs> as soon as he was he there, played... it was like, oh, so, someone with some actual like, acting like charisma in this. Well, Genesis and Terminator 3... Like 
this is how you do funny Terminator Arnie. Yeah, yeah. It made me chuckle a couple of times. Yeah, it's like you say, the entire concept of Carl the Terminator makes yeah. me want a film about his life. Yep. And yeah. the fact that he, he owns a drapery business. Yeah. And they cut to the bit where they're waiting in the hangar for the military. He's just curtains. talking to her about yeah. curtains. Yeah. Like that kind of, I can, all, all day long. But it that was to, probably uh, the best sort of 10, 15 minutes of the film. But from, that's when it dawned yeah. on me, when Linda Hamilton's got this really interesting dynamic with him, given what's happened before. And I don't care about the other two characters at all. Yeah. Go yeah. away and let me have a film, this film, please, with these two. But, I mean, didn't we come up with some better ideas that that they should have done instead of this film? Well, that's what I said. We could have had Carl the Terminator in his standalone film. We could have had Sarah Connor spending 20 years hunting down Terminators for some mysterious benefactor. We would might have found and that, out that why she was doing it. And that could have then had my twist at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's actually killing humans. Yeah. I definitely want to see a film about Carl mm. and about how he slowly, over 20 years, of, of living a life of celibacy with this woman that he's just become more human-like and opened a drapery business. Yeah. That is immensely interesting. Yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. It would have been better than this film. I would be much more interested. Then, yeah, I would happily probably watch a standalone film of, like, Grace as the soldier in the future fighting Terminators. Possibly. I mean, she, she, was, yeah. she was good at what she did, but I don't think she, she, again, suffered from the whole kind of not much character. Yeah, she had more than the main... But absolutely girl. convincing as someone that would knock you out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The opposite of the main character woman who they're trying to... I don't buy her for a second as a military leader. No. But Grace, I wouldn't cross... If she all. turned up on my, like, you know, initiation, I'd ask why she was out of school. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing truant, love. Yeah. You're missing science class. Yeah. You need and to go I... and learn not to build murderous robots. <laughs> And if I decided to mess with Grace, she, I don't know, she might cut a fly at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what would I do then? I mean, you had the whole nonsense with the plane after the... The, the bit after and that then, like, Yeah, like I said, I was so confused by that because they're like, oh... They're like, oh, we'll, go and, we'll go and set up a kill box and, kill, and, you know, kill this Terminator. And then they're in a warehouse. Arnie disappears at some point. No, that was much later. Then they're in the warehouse and I think, okay, so they're going to set up the kill box in here and the four of them are going to, like, try and take him out. Then that other guy turns up from the army yep. with no context as to how she knows him. Yeah. And he's, it's like, oh, I'm sneaking you this, like, you know, EMP. Yeah. As if, like... And she greets her by name so they know even, each other. Doesn't even say I'm going rogue when he turns up. Yeah. Has she been hunting Terminators with the army's consent? I don't know. All these years? Well, she said she's, like, wanted in all 50 states at one point. But then that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah, so he did, because obviously the other guy earlier comes to take arrest her. Yeah. So yeah. So then that guy. Apparently, she's famous as well. But then, after the EMP gets shot up, then after he gets shot, they then go to the army base where apparently she has free reign to use military equipment. Yep, which is basically like a platoon of soldiers, uh, a military jet escort when they launch up. Yeah, and then they take that plane. What was the plan? Yeah. I. I, It's like that. You you came up with a plan, didn't enact that plan at all. But this is what that whole bit from basically when he's telling her about the curtains after that, up until the bit where they're inside the dam, I just kind of all blurred into one. I, I don't really even understand sure how long on. they were on the plane for because they dropped the Terminator once. Yep. He, and did then. Get, no, then they crashed. And then, he, no, they dropped the Terminator. He lands on that guy's shed, right? And you have yep. that little scene, oh, sorry, about your shed. Why would you do it? Why, why, yeah. why is he making witty comments? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> And so yeah, so you have that, and then then it cuts to them, and they've got the military escort. Yep. Well, I don't know where they're going, <laughs> uh, but then he, he they must have they were be, 
they're on that plane and they give him enough time to walk from whoever's back garden, or go from whoever's back garden that he fell into to wherever the nearest military base is to steal another refueling plane because he killed all the crew on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how he got on that. We don't know that bit. To then come and crash his plane into their plane. So how long yeah, did that so take? Yeah, so you were paying more do... attention than me. How I long just did remember... it take him to do all of that? I remember some fire. I remember Arnold, Arnie being in zero G, flying past the camera, saying something that was quite hilarious. Yeah, that was that whole scene was quite amusing. Was Unintentionally, like, everyone floated around of in CG. <laughs> but yeah, that was really funny. It reminded me of Princess Leia in uh, the Last Jedi, uh, where he just like flew by in slow motion and said something to Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know what? I was watching it again. It's a little uh, non sequitur, but I've been watching the Clone Wars, and there's things in that where Obi Wan Kenobi clearly wears a spacesuit when he's mm. out in open vacuum. So. <laughs> I don't understand uh, anymore. Anyway, we'll, ch- we'll chuck that on the list of yeah. things wrong with that film. But, uh, yeah, I'm blaming Terminator for that as well. But yeah, it's all Terminator's <laughs> fault that Star Wars is inconsistent with Jedi's power. <laughs> but we get to the the finale, finale, which, to be fair, wasn't awful. Uh, so yeah, so they crash in the dam. Then you have that weird. They go on that weird rapid ride with the car. What was that about? Yeah, that went on for far too long. Yeah, so I'm sure that as soon as he smashed the window the first time, the pressure of all that water would have just caused it to blow out, right? Maybe. Yeah, because it was coming down pretty hard from the dam. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they would have survived the drop, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's, uh... But yeah, then um, Arnold Schwarzenegger turns up again, missing an arm, he slides down yeah, the dam. Yeah, then you have the big and... punch up in the, <clears throat> in the hydroelectric dam. And I'm sure... Which at least is, I can see Which... where everyone is. and Yeah, it wasn't a bad fight. No. no. I mean, it was a bit weird. She goes all Ghost Rider with that chain. It's kind of cool, I suppose. Yeah. Bit, yeah, good idea for... A weapon. I like seeing Arnie punch him over and over again in the face. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And but uh, could you not use that hydroelectric jam to create an EMP too? My uh, my physics is not up to snuff to know yeah. the answer to that question. Yeah, then, <laughs> maybe the- theoretically. And then what's your killing him with? Power source. power source. Yeah. Okay. But then, uh, like I pointed out to you while we watched Did it, she dive out of power source. Yeah, she died, didn't she? Okay. Yeah. I was, yeah. <sighs> but he uh, again, Terminator Three, I think, has been made non-canon. But in that, it's established that these older Terminators have their own destructible power source that's almost like a mini nuke. Okay. Like it's a fusion power core. But they that probably have been forgotten about. But he dies as well. Valiant, valiant to death for John. All that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really feel anything. No. <laughs> Nothing at all. I mean, I should. I'm watching Arnold Schwarzenegger die and say, for John, shouldn't I feel something? Yeah. So. And it, it's basically her. She goes to find Grace as a kid to just stare at her through that was even, That was weird as well. Because, I mean, I guess it's obviously referencing the whole... That's the um, only reason they did it. It's referencing the whole Sarah Connor looking yeah, through yeah. the Get the Kids Playground bit. Yep. <laughs> But I'll protect all your little kiddies from the robots. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I get the reference, but but, but there's no how, reason for her to be she there. She didn't even know Grace's second name. No. And there was no scene of Grace telling her any information about where she grew up or anything like that. But she was with Sarah. Maybe Sarah used her military contacts. Yeah, yeah, you that know, she obtained she's got midway through the film. Basically yeah. free reign of all government resources. <laughs> but, Despite um, being wanted. Yeah, so that brings us to a close. Did you enjoy it? We didn't actually watch the scene as a post-credit scene. Gonna go back. No, I don't really care. There is no. Nope. Yeah. No, I I didn't like this one at all. How does it stack up? Is it the worst one? <sighs> I've got to be honest. I I preferred it marginally to Genesis. I see. I think I prefer the concept behind Genesis. 
Because this was just rehashing the same plot, but with, oh, now it's women. Hmm. I think, like I said, if you remove the franchise from it, both films, I think the Dark Fate is at least the yeah, most I think, well, that's the thing. I think Genesis is one of those films where the concept works if you know the franchise. It, like you say, if you took the franchise away, then, yeah, it would kind of fall flat. Uh, I can't. Nothing. I I I don't want to. I would still say probably free at the moment, purely because of how little I remember that film. Mm. I'd say if I if I I mean I had to rank them from the top, so I'd probably go one, two, Salvation, Genesis, this free. I would be the same except I would go Salvation three, uh, this Genesis. Okay. Yeah, but. Yeah. More or less the same. Yeah, yeah. It, there's but no it, well, question. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't no, a good entry not to the Terminator franchise. And it was so... Mi- what is more unforgivable is it's coming off the back of another one that bombed and didn't do very real well critically. So you had... Not a lot of films get a chance to just redo it and have another go. Yeah, And you yeah. ruined it again. And I'll probably get another go because it's a recognisable franchise. And that's how, that's how the world works now. But it's been kind of irreparably hurt. The amount of people that will call the good ones when you say well, Terminator are getting less. less well, put less it this way: I, I stopped seeing them based on their reputation alone after I saw Terminator Three at the cinema. Yeah. Salvation, I'm pretty sure I watched pirated because that's just the age I was. Yeah. You know, um, and then Terminator Genesis and Dark Fate, I've only seen because they're, they're on, on stream- streaming. Out of a morbid curiosity, because they're on streaming platforms and it I don't have to go through any effort. Yeah. So yeah, so. Mm. So, yeah, if you're on the fence about whether to watch it, probably don't. Yeah, no, yeah, there's, a, there's a much better like, it's way worse. you can spend your two hours. It's wh- it, it is true that the fact that it's a franchise and you like the franchise, that's not everything. You still have your good films. That being said, if you enjoy the franchise like the old glory days, this is going to be worse, I think. How does this stack up against that Terminator game that you played recently? Um, that is a lot better. It's a lot more fan service isn't it, the game? Yeah, well, what? that's more like your yeah. sort of salvation time period. Okay, yeah, see, that's why I kind of found that game interesting. I know it's a bit of a kind of janky... But the fan service, like in the game, the fan service is the layout of the lair, which is the same as the layout from the first film, what we mentioned with the dogs yeah. and stuff. okay. Like, you'd notice it if you know, like the film. It's not her looking at the camera going, I'll be back. As she winks at the camera. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that, the exact worst kind yeah. of fan service. Oh. I should go back and play that. Yeah, the problem with it is, is it's a little bit jank. Uh, can you not play it on your PS5 and throw loads of power at it and see what Oh, it's nothing it? to do. It's just the way it, it feels. Okay. It sort of feels not a little bit buggy, a little bit unpolished. The graphics okay. are not very good. The voice acting's really bad. <laughs> But the, the guns sound great. It's that iconic laser gun sound, okay. which they did use in this film. It's amazing how quickly the human race invented lasers. <laughs> and <laughs> lasers that can be in a condensed kind of 30 centimetre bolt yeah. that will move in a way that you can perceive it. Or did the robots, you really, or maybe the robots invented them and then the humans nicked them. Or but at some point in Salvation, I seem to remember them using ballistic weapons. Yeah, the robots yeah. had like chain guns and stuff, which looks better. Yeah, constantly fluctuating timeline. Yeah. Doesn't and rags. To, doesn't have to make sense. And rags. Yeah. The robots all had rags. Oh, yeah. They were yeah. covered in, like, broken bits of clothing, which I think looks great. It gives yeah. it a proper, like, fallout vibe. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that's that. Don't watch it. It was bad. You already know that, though. Mm. It's, it's, like, common knowledge at this point. It was, it was bad. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I've got a section I've put of positives. Okay. I've got, I don't hate the Terminator guy. <laughs> 
Someone's like Charlie Kelly would write. Yeah. Always sunny. Yeah. Like, it's just pictures. It's just doodles in my nose. It's just incoherent hieroglyphics. No, the guy that played the uh, the, the Terminator hunting them, he wasn't awful. No, they made some bad choices, like you say, giving him quippy lines and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah he, right, but he played it well yeah. enough. Yeah, if they had just played him like Robert Patrick in the second one, he would have come off quite well. Yeah. Arnie is good. Yeah. And some competent action. And then I put, some, in, yeah, I put, some, I put in bold in some, brackets next some to it. Being some. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, some cover. That's it. Yeah, like you said, I think the action in the first half, like the scene on the uh, motorway at the start, was mm-hmm. pretty well done because it was all practical. Like yeah, say. I actually apart got... from all the CG stuff with the Terminator, where he's like, well, I, there's a sense of place. I kind of could follow where each cut the bit where they split off and went down different lanes. Yeah, that yeah. was consistent. And then they made a thing of bringing them back in again. That kind of stuff. Yeah, thumbs up. It's difficult to do. Not a lot of people, especially big blockbusters. Yeah, but do then, that, like I say, the latter half of the film was just a mess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the first half of the film was a mess. Just oh, that yeah, one yeah. action yeah. scene was okay. Yeah, but yeah. So on, don't probably watch yeah. it. It's a big old. And if if you're listening to us. this and you haven't ever seen a Terminator film, please go back and watch one and two. Yeah, preferably one of the orders we. Just yeah. gave you. Just right. watch one and two. Mm. Yeah, and if, but if you if like, you really if you like more, the franchise, continue watching them in the order we gave you until you reach your limit. <laughs> like, because at some point, you know, you'll reach your limit. And be like, nah, no more. You've wrecked it. <laughs> like, we apparently haven't reached that yet because we just watched Dark Fate, yeah. <laughs> but mainly to shit on it. But um, should we end it on a slightly better film that we've both seen? Uh, yes, the um, the Vast of Night. Yes, we talk about that. We did both watch it, which was a nice one. I watched it a while ago now, and then obviously. This is, um, yeah, it's probably not going to take us long to talk about because it's a nature of the film is it's a very small, condensed story. Yeah, it's, it's not a lot kind of happens in the sense, well, a lot of kind of big events happen, but the way it connects with the characters is kind of... It basically it just follows a couple of characters over the course of an evening. Yeah. You don't ever see the sun. It, ca- it takes place... Do we want to be a bit more careful with spoilers in this one? Because, I mean, Um, I don't think people care about it. I think if we say what we thought about it, announce a spoiler and maybe discuss how it goes. But, yeah, I thought it's one of the best things I've seen this year, I think. And it's an Amazon exclusive. Yes. I don't know if it was meant to come out of the cinemas and then because of COVID it went to Amazon or whether it was always an Amazon film. But I I definitely remember, no offence to Amazon, but a few years ago an Amazon exclusive was not necessarily a mark of quality. No, and I, I think it's... It's flipped now. I think yeah. Netflix are, are producing a lot more dross, whereas mm-hmm. Amazon seem to be putting out some really high quality stuff. But Amazon are fucking rich, mate. Yeah, they've, they've got no so excuse. much money. They've got so <laughs> much money to throw behind this stuff. Whereas Netflix, I don't think has ever turned a profit, has it? Uh, I think, Netflix, not too I think sure. companies like Netflix and Spotify, I think, are doing <laughs> massive amount of debt with the hope of obviously picking up in future. But yeah, I feel like not a lot of people are going to have heard of or watched this film. Well, it was... Uh, I learned about it from uh, Red Letter Media. They've got a pretty big following, so I don't think their they're, they're, um, endorsement probably helps more than mine will. Okay. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's a kind of interesting little 1950s throwback sci-fi yep. film. Set in... Uh, I don't know if they say where it is, but it's on the southern Small border. Small town America somewhere, isn't it? It's on the southern border, because they yeah. mention about, like, this is where they would land first, because... Yeah, because so of the time period, Cold War. So a small American town in yep. the 1950s. Yep. And yeah, it basically follows the course of two characters through an evening while it, a lot of eerie stuff happens. And it does feel like it's one of those films where the setting is a character in in itself. Yes, and they like go the town to that great in. lengths with some of the shots to let you know that. Yeah. Yeah. 
because we came off of the back of watching 1917, which this is, got there. Yeah, I, the reason I mentioned it particularly was because I watched that earlier in the year, then watched 1917, and this film makes much better use of long shots and choreographed scenes, I feel. There was, uh, like, one, like you were saying about the long establishing shot. It's about nine minutes or so, I think, that one, is it? Is it? Oh no! Minutes? Sorry, I'm thinking of. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of the um, scene in the switch. Yeah, yeah. Level. But that scene at the start, where yeah, it goes across the town and mm-hmm. then into the gym and then kind of goes around loads of people in the gym playing basketball and cheerleading, then cuts to the back where the guy's fixing the radio. Yep. And it just kind of gives you. It kind of sets up the town for you. It's like right, this is where this is. This is where that is. So you kind of understand later on where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's a bit like South Park in a way. Yeah. The way Silent that, Hill. Yeah. yeah. The same. Where you just get used to the layout of the town because. It's done so well, mm. but uh, I it, do you know it almost reminded me a little bit like a Coen Brothers film, yeah. Because yeah, of the I can g- see that. in the say in the way that they've got a tendency to not feel like they have to cut every two seconds in a in a conversation. No, you, because you get the, the, the long kind of naturalistic dialogue between people. Yeah, because the dialogue's so snappily realistically written. Because there's can... that really long scene that starts in which is following the the two leads along and they're just having a conversation about is it like new developments in radio technology? But even before that, when she's trying to interview people that are sitting in their cars and that is just yeah, it's just yeah, believable yeah. and adds to character and mm. the the camera just holds or even if it does cut, it's subtle and you get to to hear the whole conversation. And I like I've got a lot of time for stuff like that because it's something that not everyone might notice in a bad film. Mm. I'm not actually even too sure who the name, what the name of the director is. No, I like, should really look it's up bad, and see if he's done it? anything else. Like. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it's... I could have used them as an X-ray. Like, even what leave. vibes did you get? I got some X-Files vibes. Oh, Twilight Zone, yeah. Outer Limits, mm-hmm. um, those kind of classic sci-fi's. Yeah. Um, but uh, so I would say if you like those kind of sort of smaller stories and you like sci-fi. There's a lot of 1950s classic sci-fi films that are kind of like that with yep. a kind of idea of some aliens landing in some or aliens or paranormal at some weird uh, some, like a remote American town. Because that's, I think it's a bit different over here because the UK was developed for so long that we've obviously had a lot of cities for a long time. Mm. Whereas in America, even in like the 1950s, there were some still really sparsely kind of populated areas of the country, right? Yep. That are like, you know, the kind of uh, small towns. Like three-figure population Yeah, yeah. Places. So that kind of idea that you're out there isolated, a small community that can kind of be threatened. I guess it gets down to the words like primal fears, right? Yeah. Going back to, you know, early days of humanity where your tribe could be easily kind of uh, taken over by an uh, oppressive force. I like... Um, right, so I, I I think it's a positive from both of us, right? Oh, it's, it's outstanding. Absolutely it's one of my favourite films that I've seen this year. Yeah, same. Yeah. I was I was very pleasantly supply, surprised, and you, you should go and watch it. It's not even that long. Yeah. And it, it's brisk by, so I think from this point on we'll probably... I think it's safe to say, yeah, spoilers now. Talk, so talk for about everyone some of the that events. doesn't want this film spoiled, uh, we wish you a good eve. Yeah. Yeah, and go and watch this film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not uh, too late. So do you uh, notice uh, the, yeah. the, the weird sort of, uh, it cuts to the TV every now and then as a TV show? Yes, yeah. It just reminded me of the scary door. Yeah, well, that's a Twilight Zone influence, yeah, yeah. isn't it? The, but that's, yeah. that's me personally. I've seen the scary door more than the more Twilight, than the Twilight Zone. Zone. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. where it reminds me of. I do love the scary door. That's so one like, of the best parts of Future Arm. scary door. <laughs> Uh, you watch it you can't unwatch it he, he uses the phrase don't razz my berries which I'm going to take yeah yeah. I'm start saying that come on man don't razz my berries razz my berries I like it I'm a big fan of that line <laughs> but yeah it's um. so the the long takes are not to emphasise big action scenes like normal. no no and that's what's yeah. kind of good about them it's like it's 
they're used to kind of actually instill emotion in you rather than to show off how good your the guy is at choreographing. Yeah, well, towards the end when they go and see the older lady mm-hmm. who kind of just preemptively tells them what's going to happen at the end or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that, that bit there, uh, it, the camera is on her slow panning in for a good five or six minutes while she tells her story. Yeah, yeah. Uninterrupted. You don't even see their reaction to it. She's just sitting there doing it. And it's all on the lighting and her performance like that. And Look, the what? bit as well uh, where she's working on the telephone switchboard. Yep, that's great. The, yeah, and the camera's just holding on. She's obviously moving the lines around, trying to connect people, but also getting the aliens interference. Or like talking to someone, unplugging and talking to someone yeah. else and going back to but talk to the first person. But then picking up the interference and then trying to call the main like yeah, uh, yeah. switchboard. But obviously that, and so that kind of gives you that idea of how isolated they are from other communities. Mm. And like so it is the fact that you know she's, she can connect to someone at the main, sort of centre where the phones are all connected but can't get a decent connection through because it's it like... um, made me realise that I'm, I'm a big fan of old school radio noise mm. crackly old radio yeah, you don't get it tuning with... you don't get it with dab do you no and yeah. the, the sounds when she puts the big clunky plugs in the switchboard <laughs> yeah and it's like <laughs> Like as it, and then you pl- put it, I just I love all that stuff. Yeah. Like you say, you don't. We did. Well, that's what we I like about that. that kind of era of sci-fi, where you've got the classic um, sort of design computers now, where they still thought that up on spaceships in the future you'd have like massive tape drives and valves and stuff in your electronics. <laughs> so it's great. Like- I'd like to point out something funny that I noticed as well. Uh, there's a bit where towards the end where she goes to fetch the the baby that's supposed to be being babysitting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you take a close look at it while she's sat in the car, it's one of the fakest fake babies oh, I've really? ever seen in a film. <laughs> is it she's sitting in the car as, holding um, it, uh, American, American Sniper. Sniper yeah. yeah, probably not. Or it's probably not going to get seen I know you did American Sniper, but I'd heard about it before. I haven't seen that. Have you? No. It's all right. I've heard... It's not Clint Eastwood's greatest film. No, and no. the guy it's based on is not known for being entirely truthful, right? Yeah, so there was some weird controversy over that. I'm not 100% sure. <coughs> was no. But it's, I mean, as, as a film of itself, it's okay. It's, okay. A, it's just a little biopic about a bloke. Yeah, so... Yeah. But uh, if, have you seen The Mule? The Mule, no. Clint Eastwood's last film. I don't know if last one. You should watch that. Um, if, I don't know if it's on anything at the moment, but yeah, The Mule. Okay. Uh, so that'd be a good one to discuss. Interesting mm. film. I definitely want to... Um, let's wrap up Let's wrap up this film first. So yeah, it's good. What do you, what do you think of the ending? I liked it. The fact yeah. that it just kind of it, it, they saw the uh, the spaceships and then yeah. they disappeared and that was it. It just ends. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah, doesn't need to explain anything. It's like it, the, um, it's all about making you think. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole film was. Yeah, was like, and I I I enjoyed that kind of open ended ending. Doesn't really dwell. That's it. It's done. Yeah, and it, yeah. Mm. Cool. I got a couple more references I wrote down. Close Encounters. Mm. And by the way, I'm not a big fan of that film. I think it's a what, bit Close overrated. Encounters? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it in it's years. It's far yeah. too long. Far too, it's quite good, but I think it out Close Encounters, that weird alien paranoia vibe Yeah, than Close Encounters does. A bit of X-Files. Yeah, definitely. definitely. had a bit of X-Files in it. And Stranger Things as well. Yeah, I can say like, Stranger Things is influenced by the same sort of stuff. Exactly. It? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't write Super 8 because Super 8 is the whole point of that film is it's... It's kind of a throwback to that kind of, like yeah. That. Have you seen that? What did you think of that? Yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even remember it. It was the worst element of both of the directors involved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so highly recommend it if you're listening and you should haven't seen it. Got Amazon Prime. No reason not to. Yeah, Vast of Night. Vast of One Night. One of my f- best, uh, favourite films of the year so far and yes. there's not much of the year left. So, so what are we going to watch next? 
What's I, on the list? I don't know. I mean, it all, it all comes down to what haven't I seen? What's on streaming services? Yep. Yeah. I mean, so we've got uh, The Matrix, I think we should at some point watch Yeah, we should through. go back and watch The Matrix trilogy. Unbreakable. At some point, I want to watch the Star Wars prequels again. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Unbreakable. Yeah, the, we've um, definitely got to get around the, to watching that. The M. Night Shyamalan yep. super trilogy. Yeah, We yeah. should watch all three, because there's one you haven't seen. There is, see what I've heard it's right? not very good. Yeah, but... Yeah, I'll watch it That's sure. the, You discuss the trilogy as a whole, I reckon. That's what I am. I'm a, I'm a trooper. I'll put myself through the arduous yeah, task. You just watched two watching hours of film. Terminator and it was awful. Well, I, did. <laughs> I did, but it was a laugh at the same time. Yeah. So we'll, we'll allow it. Yeah. yeah. But um, The Lighthouse yeah. as well, I've got to get around to Yeah, watching. you should watch The Lighthouse. I'll say, watch The Mule if you haven't seen it. That's mm-hmm. a fun little film. You should watch The Gentleman so we can talk yes, about that as yeah, well. Yeah, I will watch that. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. We'll go into more detail next time we do one of these or whatever. But yeah, so we've got like a chunk there that we can get through for the next one of these, right? Yeah, so uh, for uh, our film... Can you believe we did like an hour, be- better part of an hour, moaning about Terminator? No, at least 20 minutes of that is praising Vast and Night. Yeah. But it really goes to Yeah, but you. we're at an hour and... Te- so I reckon about 50 minutes, or at least 45, because we, we were praising the other ones, at least 45 minutes of just shitting on Dark Fate. The internet likes hate. Yeah, I feel, I feel better now as <laughs> it well. It drives clicks, man. Don't, don't, don't punish yourself. I feel better about it yeah, yeah. now that I can share my experience. It's like cinema therapy. Mm. Like, you know, I did that. If we'd had this after The Last Jedi, <laughs> we wouldn't have had all the issues that we had with the Star Wars. <laughs> all of the fan wars. Like, you know, people could have come out to cinema and had a council already for them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, to close, I think, watch Fast of Night. Highly recommend it. If you want to watch Dark Fate, don't blame me. If you've seen all the other ones but you haven't watched this one yet, mm. you might want to watch it out of a morbid curiosity, but you probably want to do what we did, get together with some people, have a drink or two. and, yep, t- like and rip- just it, It's a rip the shit out of it with your mate's film. Yes. It's not going to be a film you'll watch for years to come because it's on ITV3 when you get in from the pub, like the first two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but if you are not invested in the Terminator franchise at all, I just wouldn't bother. No, you'll no, get it's nothing not really out of a, it. Yeah, a film worth watching on any any merits of no, its own. No, yeah. but uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. So uh, with that, we, you tried to bring it around to a positive, uh, like. Um, theme. Do you know what? I, I'm smiling at how bad Terminator Dark Fate was because it's quite entertaining to to mutually agree with someone and rip into something. Well, the thing is, I think that we, at least we've done good, bad film, good film. Accidentally, you know, we didn't even really plan it, but we knew Dark Fate was going to be bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we knew, knew it. yeah. We but, knew it going in. Like I say, at least we've given someone an alternative to watch. Yeah. It's, it's not just about saying, oh, don't watch this, it's shit. It's saying, here's a better way to spend your time. <laughs> and that, that's important to me. Yeah. You know, it's not all hate. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're here to help, not hinder. But we'll be back with you in the week with our normal sort of gaming and news roundup. And mm. hopefully, again, if you're good, maybe next weekend we'll do another another film. Right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Mm. But uh, follow me at Ben, please. Yep. Uh, follow me at Save Final on Twitter. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah, so everyone, have a lovely uh, beginning of the new week, and yep. we shall see you on Thursday or Friday. Yeah, bye. Bye.